You never saw that movie? Are you kidding me? We're watching it then. I want to see your face one. What the? Oh my god. <laughs> Is he dead? <laughs> Wait, no. You're kidding, right? Oh shit. It's delayed reactions. It's delayed reactions. I am so done. And we're back again. But you don't know that because you didn't hear us mess up the first time. Hello, Hooray, we're all very tired for good reason here. Um, but it's been a hell of a week, I think, on both ends. How yeah, so quick, is your new job quick, going, Sam? <laughs> yeah, quick life, life update for everybody. I got a job. Um, I'm working in New York City, so I'm commuting every day, which has been an experience. Um, no, it's really not that bad because I take a bus to the city, so I really just watch TV on the bus. It's been good. Work is good. I'm working for a marketing firm that uh, does social media marketing and publicity and other things too for um, movie studios. So we're like making stuff to post on their social media accounts and I'm on two campaigns right now. It's a lot of fun. My coworkers are great. And today was actually the building Christmas party. We have like a an office Christmas party next week, but the whole building's one was today. Yeah. And um they had like a DJ and a bartender come, so fun. but it it was funny, but it was like from 4 to 6 and we work until like 6:30, so we didn't really go. Oh goodness. <laughs> We just, like, got drinks and brought it Well, I can inside. vouch for all of our listeners, based on what Sam has told me, um, no disclosure here on the title of the film, but uh, she was telling me she got to log a movie that is part of a series that I am personally a really big fan of, um, so I'm excited for her because of that and excited to see this movie and just to hear about what goes on behind the scenes in terms of the marketing and PR and kind of learn from you in that. It sounds super fun. Thank you. Yeah, it's good so far. I hope it continues. Um, Allie's got some big news herself because she is going abroad, so to speak. Yeah, so I didn't realize, Sam just brought this up to me, that last episode is such a whirlwind that, that this has happened, I guess, only in the past maybe two weeks. Um, so last episode, I didn't even know about this at all. But I'm officially traveling to Pyeongchang, Korea, South Korea, for the Winter Olympics. Um, I knew I was going to be working with NBC, doing broadcast stuff uh, quite a number of months ago. Um, but I was under the impression that I was going to be in Stanford, which is where Sam and I both were for the Summer Olympics, Rio, last time round, um, because that's where the NBC Sports headquarters are. Uh, but now I get to be on site. I get to rub shoulders with the big wigs. I'm very excited. I don't know what it means. Um, ooh, someone just Venmoed me a lot of money, and I don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> they just sent it to you? Yeah, I think I have to Venmo this person back because it says to St. Jude, and I can't be that mean and take this money. <laughs> But one time someone did Venmo me like $25 and I kept it. <laughs> they just Venmoed the wrong alley. Yeah, this is $240. I think I have to send it back. Yeah, I think St. Jude's could use that money. Yeah. <laughs> Not that we both couldn't, but they need it more. <laughs> oh, poor girl. Well, that's really random. Anyway, that's funny. funny. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? No, I don't think so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this right now so I don't forget, but uh, let's jump into, well, did you have anything else you wanted to catch up on before we jump into today's topic? Um, well, I just wanted to go over the shows I've been watching recently, yeah. which there aren't that many, so this will take me like literally 30 seconds, but uh, the past week... I, for some reason, have been listening to a lot of soundtracks to Broadway shows. I don't know why. That's very unlike me. Um, not that I don't love musicals, but it's just on my commute, I usually listen to like a podcast or watch a show. But 
I don't know, for some reason I've been really into the Anastasia soundtrack. Mm. It's great. Give it a listen. I love it. I want to see the show. And also, I finally listened to the Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack, which I know for, like, the fall and most of the summer, I would say, was, like, the hot ticket in town um, for Broadway shows. But I don't know if that's true anymore. There's so many shows. I want to see SpongeBob, the musical, because I love SpongeBob. But anyway, this girl just messaged me. Sorry, wrong person. Can you send that back? What if I was just like, no. (laughs) No, bitch. Sorry. (laughs) Man. (laughs) life sorry i'm listening i'm paying attention to you curse your good conscience (laughs) um something i'm watching though and this was recommended to me by a co-worker so thank you andy is the show sherlock um so i'm on season one it's from 2010 so it's a couple years old and uh yeah benedict cumberbatch he plays Sherlock Holmes. It's great. Episodes are kind of long, um, but there's only three per season, I think. Or at least in the first season, there's only three episodes. But they're like mini movies. It's like an hour and a half per episode. Um, I tried watching the first episode of Ozark, that Netflix show. Yes. Um, but for whatever reason, I just like wasn't really into it. I didn't even finish watching the episode. But I uh, was yeah, semi-interested I in potentially me, watching it, but... People whose television opinions I respect and feel like I kind of vibe with in terms of what I generally like weren't super Mm -hmm. hot on it, so I kind of decided against uh, spending that time watching it. But if anybody out there watched it and really liked it, I would love to know. What do you think I should... (laughs) Sorry, we have this, like... (laughs) second thing going on what should i this person is a special guest on our podcast what's her name uh christy giavon giavone giavoni i don't know looks very italian christy giavoni <laughs> um what should like the caption shout out christy hi what should the girl so be? glad to have you what should the caption be the caption oh listen <laughs> yeah, to dumb delayed bitch. reactions <laughs> Listen to delayed reactions and then tag all socials. <laughs> that would be funny. Listen to Hey, you know, if we get one more pad. listener from this, that's good for me. That's progress. <laughs> Will you that's go the on shit I like to see. Like... <laughs> oh shit, yeah, I'll go on right now. Uh, I just helped my mom too. set up Venmo <laughs> and she's like amazed at how how easy it is to like send money to people. Because we have a dog walker who comes sometimes when like my family goes to like are my aunt and uncle's house in Connecticut and like no one's here for the day my, my dog always throws up in the car so we can't really bring him anywhere so we have a dog walker come and my mom now pays the dog walker on Venmo and she's like I just messaged Carolyn and sent her the money for walking Cooper it was so easy I'm like welcome to this century mom okay you didn't you called it St. Jude oh no she called it listen to my podcast on iTunes delayed reactions at delayed (laughs) rxns perfect I love it okay 240 (laughs) I liked her payment to you that is so funny all of our listeners go like this payment on Venmo right now (laughs) Christy G poor Christy Listen to podcast on it. <laughs> okay, I liked it. Uh, awesome. At Bridget Fallon, go like that payment on Venmo. We'll be <laughs> Bridget will actually it. do it. Yeah, our hype girl. Bridget's a committed fan. Okay, so um, so for me, I Sam Myers like your payment. Um, I really <laughs> just same old, same old. I like caught up on This Is Us with my mom recently, mm-hmm. and. Um, I'm still in season two of Bloodline because uh, shit gets so real so fast and it's honestly such a thrilling show that it's hard to watch more than one episode because I get so worked up. I might have said this last episode. I don't remember, but um, she liked... I know we talked about it She before. liked the payment. <laughs> She's like, oh, thank God this girl is Yeah, like a she's nice like, person. phew, sign of the cross, like, amen. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and that's really all I've been doing because I've been working a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, 
Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have to give Bloodline a try. Maybe this weekend I'll find some time to watch an episode or two. It's kind of slow moving, so I want you to watch it, but I feel like until you have the time to sit down and watch, like, five episodes in a row... You're not going to But you know like what? That's it. good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. Like, I knew that I was going to watch the show that our, um, that our show is about. Yeah. But I knew it would take me a really long time. But I'll probably catch up on Riverdale this weekend. LOL. <laughs> anyway, this week's episode is about the one and only Gossip Girl. Ooh. Ooh, XOXO. You know you love me. You know you love me. You know, I took a long time to watch this show. And it is literally 10 years old. Started in 2007, I believe. Um, correct me if I'm wrong nope, on any you of these are facts. Correct. <laughs> Based on the uh, book series by... Cicely Von Zeiger. At least that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't name. know if that's how it's pronounced. I'm probably saying that very wrong. I would not know if you are. Um... But, yeah, Gossip Girl. So it's on, the whole show is on Netflix. So since, like, early this, not early, I guess, like, late this summer, probably in August is when I started watching the show. Here we are in It was right after I visited, so you're right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Here we are, over 100 episodes later, six seasons. I'm honestly Um, quite proud of you. I feel like you did that rather quick for you. Thank you. you. I feel accomplished. Part of the reason why was because for a while I did not have a job, so that helped with my Gossip Girl escapades. Um, but eventually, once I did get the job, I watched the—I pretty much watched the whole last season, commuting into the city, which made like going into New York a little bit more fun because the way that Gossip Girl portrays New York City is uh, nicer than Port Authority. Let's just say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Rose-colored glasses. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, but yeah, you know more about the show and uh, the books. Do you want to go into that a little bit right now? Uh, I feel like that will come better after we kind of talk about whatever you want to get into. But I just wanted to okay. say, conversely, I'm a huge fan of Gossip Girl. I have been for a long time. Um, I actually read, I read a lot of the books, not all of them. There's probably like four or so and I probably read half um but I did read at least one or two before the television show premiered um and I did watch the very first episode the night it premiered on the CW I remember it well it was I think first or second week of seventh grade um it was a dark and stormy <laughs> night yeah and I watched it in my house, on my bed, and I also watched the series finale in my house, on my bed, in little old wow. North Tonawanda, uh, when I was a senior in high school, and I remember sipping a glass of wine doing it, thinking, oh, I'm so cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is so Allie Chilton. <laughs> oh my um, God, I love it. Now, in between the first, very first episode and the very last episode, I can't say that I definitely watched every single episode as it aired but I did a fairly good job in keeping up with everything um so my viewing habits a little bit different than your viewing habits um but all the same a great show and I feel very close to it and it's obvious I think it's picked up since being on Netflix I mean Netflix has kind of revolutionized the game for a lot of different series but I think um that has really grown its viewership a lot and its fan base. Um, I feel like it kind of has this cult following now that I'm not so sure it did, at least to the extent it is now, um, you know, back in 2012, 13. So. Definitely. Yeah, because one of my sisters, I think Sid, watched the whole thing. Jess has only watched, like, the first season, and I think she started watching something else. Um, but it's like very much their Sex in the City. When did Sex in yeah. the City come out? When was that like in its heyday? The nineties. It could be ours. It could be like I guess that's our Sex in the City too. Um, and when I was looking up information, I found out that the uh, the costume designer for uh, Gossip Girl is the same one from um, Sex in the City, and he won an Emmy 
doing it for that Ooh. show. So that's pretty cool. A little bit younger. Definitely a younger group of people on the show, but definitely similar in that it's kind of this upscale life in New York City and, you know, just navigating the ins and outs of relationships and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So what are yeah. your... I feel like I ask you this a lot, but give me your hot takes. <laughs> My hot takes. Um, well, I've literally been, I'm not even kidding with you on this. I've been contemplating like dyeing my hair blonder, not because of Serena Vanderwoodson, but because of Serena Vanderwoodson. Um, I just like, I love her style on the show and, um, I would wanted to do something like her anyway. Lively just has that very effortless look about her, right? Like she's always so put together and so fashionable, but like she just showed up that way like it's just exactly yeah one of my favorite like part not parts about the show but i guess like one of my favorite things that happens a lot on the show is you know they've always got some like fashion show gala benefit whatever and so they're all decked out in these ball gowns but then they end up like getting a beer at a place where everyone's in like jeans and t-shirts and they're just still decked out yeah. but they like own it because they're like everybody knows who I am everybody wants to be me I can wear whatever I want to wear and um I love that but what I don't like about Serena again hot take is she's very like wishy-washy for the show to be like about her and her life and her friends she's very like Oh, I want to be with this boy. No, I don't want to be with this boy. I want to be with that boy instead. Actually, I'm really confused. I'm going to take drugs. I'm going to party. But that's no, what you want that's out bad. of a main ca- Like a show, for a show to be based around a single character, that's what you want out of that single character. Yeah, I just feel like she, the fact that she doesn't know what she wants is, like, a plot point, and it just, like, keeps happening again, where she's, like, do I want to be with Dan? Do I want to not be with Dan? Do I want to be with Nate? Do I want to be with Colin? Do I want to be with Carter? Do I want to be with Ben? Do I- these <laughs> There's all these guys. These issues we don't understand, because we're not beautiful and fabulous in the same way. Ugh, you're right. Lifestyles of jealous. the rich and famous. <laughs> we're just trying to sneak a little peek into what that's like. Nah, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But I think that's what, you know, drives so many interest points in this show. So I don't particularly have an issue with it. Um, and I think that's very contradictory, but maybe complementary of um, Blair's character because she's a little bit yes. more. Uh, she knows what she wants. She knows how to get it. Yeah. And she does it. I think I'm the oh, Blair yeah. is very of the two of us. Free-flowing. What'd you I say? said I think I'm the Blair of the two of us. I think you're But maybe not. Blair. I don't know. Because I'm a little bit more go with the flow than you are. I think we both have... Let's leave it at this. We both have a little Blair and a little Serena in, both of, in each of us. And... But we're not crazy like them. It's like a nice yin yeah, and yang. we're definitely not crazy. Yeah. I don't, like... I. Th- I think the Blair scheming is one of my favorite parts of the show. Oh, yes, I love it. Because I'm always just like, how is she going to pull this one off? Yes. But, you know, she always creates a scheme and then something inevitably goes wrong or goes right up until a certain point and then it goes wrong, creating all the other drama. Um, But, yeah, Blair is, she's so, like, fun to watch and she has great taste in fashion. And macaroons. Lottery. And macaroons. Did that click for you at I all? When that. you were yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, I can totally see Allie. I, I didn't think you were gonna be watching uh the show drinking wine, but I definitely saw you laying in bed watching the show eating macaroons. Well that's why the first time I ever went to Paris I was like, I have to get these macaroons, we have to get a lottery. <laughs> Honestly, Many things in my life have been inspired by Gossip Girl. And actually, this is so exciting. Next time I come to visit or I'm in Mm -hmm. the neighborhood, we can do the Gossip Girl tour in New York. Oh, my God. Have you looked it up now? For those of you who don't know. know I would love to go to the Empire 
and get a drink at the hotel. <laughs> um, I'm not sure who like sponsors it, but um, if you Google it, it'll come right up. There's a tour you can do in New York, just like any other sightseeing sort of tour. Um, but it takes you to all of the major spots in the show that are frequented or that there was some sort of iconic scene at. So you go to Barney's and you can shop like your Blair. You go to the Empire Hotel. You have a cocktail. Um, the Steps of the Met. Steps of the of Met, obviously. That's a given. All of those types of fun things. And it's, it's I don't know. I, I mean, I can't speak to it because I've never done it, but it sounds really, really cool. Um, and I think they pack a lot in just a couple hours. So uh, if you've done it, let us know. Give us a review. If oh, not, I would love to we'll do a, a delayed reaction to that sometime in the next few <laughs> months, maybe. <laughs> Gossip Girl Part 2. The tour. The tour, yes. Does it yeah. come um, with the Chase Crawford or... <laughs> because... Oh, God. Can, we can only hope. That I love him so man. much. And I, I, I mean, I haven't really sat down to watch the show in the same way that I used to in a while. But I remember... Literally just being in my room all by myself. And there would be a scene. I remember specifically episode one of season two when he's in the Hamptons hooking up with that yep. girl. Steamy. With that uh, Swayze and song playing. You know what's funny? I learned that, that the woman in that scene, the like older woman, he's having, he, like, she's having an affair with him. Um, she is the mom. She's like Betty's mom in Riverdale. I don't know if you mm. watch it enough to know, but no, I only watched like one episode. But oh, cool. Um, yeah, but whenever he was getting a little hot and heavy, I would just be. And you know what? He didn't even need to be doing that. Just like that. Just, just the, the look. look. And I was he like, just gives oh, that look. his eyes, his eyes. And then he when just, he grows he just up gives a little a bit, look and your ovaries explode. Both him and Chuck, when they grow up a little bit and they decide to like swoop the hair, you know, put a little gel in it rather than just do like the. Yeah, Chuck's hair gets way better over time. Yes, uh, the boys of Gossip Girl, how I love them. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the show is so iconic. Like the the characters, the fashion, the way that it portrays New York. I don't know if you knew, but apparently. Um, Mayor Bloomberg, back when he was mayor, I think he declared, like, January 26th Gossip Girl Day mm-hmm. in the city because that's, like, the, that was, like, the day that the 100th episode aired or something oh, like that. Oh, that's cool. No, I did not know that. Um, I'm sure it's brought a lot of tourism to the city. But uh, one thing that I wanted to talk about was that how the show is, like, a time capsule. So for you, watching it is a different experience from me watching it, like you said, Mm -hmm. um, because it's, like, throwing me back into the mid... Do you call that mid-2000s? Yeah, mid to late 2000s. Mid to late 2000s. So, like, 2007, we were 13. Um, This is when... The envy was hot. Before people had smartphones... Uh, well, I guess everyone in the show has a smartphone because um, they read the blog on their phone. But like, but at that time, uh, to they're not at the level they are right now. <laughs> yeah, to have internet on your phone back then was not as common. Like I remember, I had the cap- it was a big the deal. capability on my phone, but it was very expensive, and the interface to log on or even just type in a web address on something like that like was not did not work very seamlessly and on top of that at the time uh website developers like weren't focusing i feel like so much on making websites like readable via a mobile device in the same way that they are now where every website has a mobile component um so anyway that's kind of an aside but Basically, if you watch the show every season, each character has a phone or a type of phone that was popular at whatever point in time it is. And so it's kind of funny going back and being like, okay, the NV2, the NV3, um, what are some other popular ones? Um, the LG Chocolate. I was going to say it was the chocolate in there. <laughs> I totally had a maroon LG Chocolate that I loved. 
Um, but, you know, eventually they'll get Blackberries, and then at the end, I think they get iPhones. They do. Or there's definitely a brand deal they had with Android or Samsung or something. But even... Just like there's one with HP and there's one with fucking vitamin water. I was like, why is vitamin water in all these episodes? <laughs> um, but even uh, but anyway. the iPhones in the last season look ancient now in comparison. Definitely. Especially when you compare it to... Uh, if anyone has the 10, that looks very different. Um, but it, it is really interesting to see how the technology changes and not just like the physical technology, but obviously the software and the capabilities of the phones. So, you know, at first they're texting into Gossip Girl and they can read the blog um, and there are photos. So then people take photos on their phones. Eventually there's videos that you, they can pull up on the site from their phones. And then there's even a scene in I want to say season oh I made a note it was in season four or no not season four it was before that um but do you remember Juliet yes and how she was like yes always trying to like do some scheme she was trying to get back at Serena because um Serena's mom put her brother I was gonna in say jail. yeah screwed over her brother yeah so in this whole plot something are you talking happens, about the whatever. one where, they, where she like drugs her or the episode Eventually she drugs her, but before that happens, um, I think before that happens, Serena and Blair get into a fake fight to get back at Juliet, mm -hmm. and they ask Gossip Girl to live stream it. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was like, is this the first instance of, like, live streaming something in, like, a popular teen TV series? Yeah. Like, I wonder... Because I know live streaming has been around for a really long time, like, at least since the, ins like, uh, shortly after the inception of YouTube, I think at least live streaming has been around in some way. But I was like, oh, wow, I don't know if I would have recognized really what this is and how they did it if I had watched it at the time that it came out. Right. I probably would have just been like, oh, that this is what happens if you have, like, really expensive phones or technology but it's such comp like now you just go live on instagram no big deal <laughs> right yeah it's kind of crazy how technology is how they were so forward then but how much it's changed since yeah. and now that's so common um yeah. and then in season four um i think is when we start seeing people literally location tracking the other characters using some app called spotted i don't know if that was real or not um, but it looks but, like, um, it looks like find my friends, <laughs> find my friends or, uh, I don't Snapchat, but what the Snapchat map looks like. Side note, I was downtown with a friend the other night, casual outing. It was like a casual cocktail outing, but we were trying to call people who we knew would maybe be in the area, people who lived close by. And my friend was just like looking up where these people were they're like oh so-and-so's in orchard park so-and-so's in east aurora so-and-so's in clarence and i just thought oh my god why is this acceptable this is so weird mm -hmm. but whatever um i do I not digress. have that feature turned on snapchat because i like that that's weird yeah <laughs> to, i have like, my friends i have like hundreds of people following friends. me on snapchat i don't need everyone to know where i am at all yeah, times that's ridiculous just a little strange um, but yeah, another thing about the show is that it has great music and I know you know the music better than yeah, I do. Yeah, I actually put, um, the Spotify, there's a Spotify playlist that has every song that was ever used in the show. Um, really? I should download so that. So look into that. It's five is or it six just called Gossip songs Girl? long. You'll find it if you look it up. Um, and I think it starts right out. I think it's in chronological order. Maybe I'm making that up, um, but it should start then with Young Folks by Peter... How do you say that? Peter Bajor? Is it is the B silent? I think, it's, I think the B is like, B. the BJ is like a Y, so it's like Bjorn. Peter, Yorn, and what's the name of it? Peter. But yes. I think it's Peter Bjorn. Bjorn. I'm pretty sure that's, but I don't know. Which I love I'm that not a song. Peter Bjorn fan. <laughs> I can't do the whistle. Oh, let's see if I can do it. It's like... Yeah! 
um, <laughs> opening song of the very first episode. And so that, in college, um, as like an alternative rock station, modern rock uh, was my go-to like filler right song or one of them. Um, just because... That was your go-to? One of them, yeah. Peter, nice. Jordan, and John. Um, yeah, just because I love that scene when Serena's on the train and then you meet Gossip Girl for the first time. Hey there, Upper East Siders. Guess who's back? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but the music is great. Um, the We need to talk about like the show creators and the producers. So the show was created by the same two people who created the OC, which I think makes a lot of right. sense. Which happened before Gossip Girl. Right. Um, but the OC also had really good music. Um, and similar in a lot of ways, but obviously I think Gossip Girl was a little bit more of a mature step. Um, so, shout out to... Let me look this up. Her, her name's Stephanie something. Gossip Girl... Yeah, I mean, just another note about the music while you're looking this up. I honestly, like, wish I had watched a show like this because I had a hard time when we first started doing college radio because I did not know this, the alternative music at all. And I realize now, watching the show, that, like, so many of the songs that we used to play um, on WICB are in Gossip Girl. And I actually, like, for whatever reason, I always watch... Uh, Netflix on my phone with the subtitles on and so when no characters are speaking it shows you the song title and artist and it comes up with the lyrics too oh so nice if you ever want to sing along turn those subtitles on. super cool so yeah. Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage were the creators and executive producers of both um, the OC and Gossip Girl so shout out to Ally alloy entertainment um mm. for giving us all this great cw content it really fulfilled my angsty teen years when i wanted to be <laughs> fabulous and living on the upper east side <laughs> when i wanted to be fabulous <laughs> yes so one of my one of my coworkers lives on the upper east side mm. i don't know like where exactly but when he told me i was just like in like without even thinking i go hey, hey upper east siders <laughs> he's like i get that all of the time i think he was ju- he was just like what because he's he's australian so i don't know if the show is like a big deal oh, in australia maybe not maybe not but um anyway okay so for those of you who have watched the show i think hopefully you're gonna find this portion of our little convo a little bit more interesting um as someone who read the books i did do a little research just to jog my memory um, so I apologize in advance if there are questions and intricacies that I have forgotten about and maybe can't answer something, but I think I did pretty well. So I'm going to go down my list of all these things that are different to kind of give you the, uh, quick lowdown on what the books were like in comparison. So first and foremost, um, the entirety of the series only takes place during their senior year of high school. So there's something like... How many books are there? I think there's like 13, maybe 14. 13? Let me look it up. Um, wow. There's quite a few. That's more than I thought. And it is just their senior year of high school. The last... There is one book that is a prequel and one book that is not a sequel, but like a fast forward a couple years. Um, other than that, yeah, the whole story takes place just, like, before they go to college. Um, Serena. Serena's reputation as the party girl, I feel like, was much more deserving in the books. I feel like in the show, Mm -hmm. she's kind of always painted as this, like, not wild child, but I feel like she, a lot of blame is placed on her for things that are maybe sort of misconstrued whereas in the books she is that drunk friend at the party who's like gone overboard okay so in the very first book um 
the very first book is similar actually to the very first episode um, in a lot of ways, but after that, things kind of go in very different directions. Um, but at the kiss on the lips party, she does get really drunk and kind of, I don't know if she makes a scene, but I think she does puke on Chuck. <laughs> so she's kind of crazy. Um, Eric in the books is older than Serena. He is not gay and he goes to Brown. So he's kind of just like this older brother that they compare her to. Um, that makes more sense as to why she'd be such a like wild child. Yeah. And I think they probably, the show producers probably decided to do that because 2007, you didn't necessarily see a lot of gay characters on television, but especially like young gay characters. And obviously, um, you know, the reason she comes back in the television show from, uh, boarding school is because her brother is sick and she wants to be with him. Um, but there isn't that motivation in the book. Mm -hmm. Um, in the books, she literally leaves because of like her relationship with Nate and obviously they get together and she knows she's really going to upset Blair which I think is kind of a lame reason to just skip town, but that's yeah, the only reason. That. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason in the books um, that she has to leave to go to boarding school. The whole doing cocaine with so and so, and then such and such person dies—that doesn't happen. <laughs> oh my god! When that happened, I was like, I was like, "You're fucking kidding me!" Like, well, how are they going to spin this? Or she <laughs> killed someone, but somehow gets away with it because she's the main character and is like innocent and blah 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 but i think they pulled it off i was like oh very mm -hmm. interesting but yeah when that scene she's like serena like finally like cracks and she's she tells blair it just ends with i killed someone and then yeah like, cut fade to black <laughs> <laughs> um nate nate is a lax bro no surprise there mm -hmm. um but he is definitely a bigger druggy um oh, he's not such a yeah he does actually go he's like i mean i guess he does he does drugs with chuck in the first he does but it's harder in the books gotcha. like he gets sent to rehab where he meets georgina Ooh. and they date Ooh. but they call her georgie in the books <laughs> that's funny um that's cute though so there's that dan and jenny they do not live in Brooklyn. They live on the Upper West Side. Um, but I guess technically the Upper West Side is supposed to be a little bit more liberal and artsy in comparison to a more uh, conservative and aristocratic Upper East Side. But I think the show producers were concerned that people who weren't familiar with the layout of Manhattan wouldn't... Um, understand the difference between the two or be able to differentiate them enough. Mm -hmm. So they move them to Brooklyn. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I think that their setup in Brooklyn is super nice. Oh, it's a beautiful so. apartment. <laughs> they all like roll their eyes. Um, would love to live there. Oh my would God, die I'm... to live there. Honestly. I would love, <laughs> I would love to live in that loft. Yes. They're like, oh, back at the loft. Let's back go to the, the loft. loft. Back at the loft. Yeah, that's um, interesting that you bring that up, though, because I did not know that about the Upper West Side. I don't know anything about the Upper I West mean, Side. I mean, I have not lived there to speak. All um, I know is Columbia is there. That's yeah. literally all I know. But that is what I read in an article somewhere. So I that makes sense to me. I think it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the books... Jenny is short. She has dark curly hair um, really? and really large breasts, <laughs> which are, she, like the author makes a point of very often um, because it, she kind of finds herself in uncomfortable situations because of them. So like the reason she gets attention from Chuck Bass and Nate and so-and-so um is because of that. Um, and she doesn't really ever become very popular in the way that she does on the show. But she does eventually get expelled from Constance. 
and then she goes to the school like is this... she still into fashion in the show in the books i think so um maybe a little bit um i don't know that's if it's other than the whole like um wanting to gain like power in the hierarchy at constance like fashion is another huge part of her character I think she's. Eleanor. I think there's something involved with her, like trying to model, but I don't know if it's quite as big of a deal. But so she goes off to um, this prep school in Upstate, and then that is um, like the whole spinoff series, It Girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can picture that in your head, but just think back to being in Barnes Noble when you were like 16 and I, you, I promise you, you've seen this book, the it girl series. Um, also by the same author was Jenny's story. Like her, you know, she goes to, to this prep school and then she becomes the popular girl that she always wanted to be. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So, um, Dan and Chuck in the books do not go to St. Jude's. They go, is it, it is St. Jude's, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm Jude. like, am I just thinking that because of the Saint Venmo Jude. request now? Um, they go to the school called Riverside Prep. Um, and Chuck really is not a main character. He's more of like a side character. Hmm. Uh, he doesn't really have any relationships with any of the characters. If you if, think of Chuck Bass on the television show, but take away all of his redeeming qualities... And that is who he is in the book. He's just kind of like this asshole kid who has more money than anybody. Like, of the rich people, he's the richest. Um, and hey, so, season one, he's pretty much like that for a while. Yeah. I love yeah. his character development. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. You re- I think, think you really root for the guy at the end of the show. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. I love him. Um, and there are many allusions to him being gay in the book that's like never it's never openly said but it's Mm -hmm. always something that's like supposed to be sort of up for interpretation um and one of my favorite little tidbits is that uh he has a pet monkey in oh, the book, yeah, which is this. actually, it's a gift from, <laughs> so basically like him and I think it's Serena and Georgina get in trouble for like going on a ski trip and sledding down a something naked or something crazy <laughs> like that. And they get arrested <laughs> and, <Prep school>. um, <laughs> and like Chuck bails Georgina out or something like that and so her family like gives him this monkey so I think it's funny because in the TV show he has a dog and he names the dog monkey yes which was given to him by Dan I believe um, when Chuck is in one of those nobody loves me life isn't worth living blah 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 downward spirals leave it to Dan to be the one to save everyone leave it to the sad boy yes lonely boy Lone Early boy. versions of the sad boy. Before the sad boy evolved into what it is today. There all right, I'm getting Mr. down to Our my, lonely boy. <laughs> my last few here, but I promise they're all good. Vanessa. Okay. Vanessa's character is completely different. I love in the television show her, like, bohemian kind of uh, style. She's super beautiful. You kind of want to be her. She's, like, way more chill than any of the other characters. Super chill. <laughs> yes. In the books... She has a shaved head. She's supposed to be, like, kind of goth. And she's supposed to be, like, a little on the heavier side. They reference her being, like, kind of overweight a lot. Whereas in comparison to the rich Upper East Siders, who I'm sure are... Yes. Slightly underweight. (laughs) Yes. Um, But she... So, and this kind of goes into that, she does go to Constance. In the television show, she does not. She's homeschooled. She goes to Constance um, on a scholarship, and she's an aspiring filmmaker. Okay. They definitely touched upon that in the show Mm -hmm. a little bit. Yes. Um, Okay. What are some other things? Blair has a younger brother named Tyler. Not in the show at all. (laughs) Not in the show, but her parents are not together because her dad is gay, which is in the show. Her mom does remarry Cyrus. All right, um, I like the difference it. is Cyrus has a son whose name is Aaron. 
Um, That's in the show. Is it? It is? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a very, like, it's a very short relationship for Serena. Okay. Yeah. So they obviously, like, have a thing as she has with everyone. Um, But (laughs) then Cyrus and Blair's mom have a daughter. So Yale has, like, a baby, or Yale. Um, Blair has a baby sister, and they ask, her mom asks her to name it. And she names it Yale because this is around the time when oh. she gets accepted to Yale. Which and in the, show, in the books, she does not. She doesn't. In the books, she does end up going to Yale. Wow. Wow. They really changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I think Very there was one more thing. Let's see. Blair does lose her virginity to Nate. Um, That's not how it is in the show. She not how it is in the Chuck show. In the back of his limo. Yes. Even though Nate and Serena had already been together. Um, but she does contemplate trying to go after Eric, Serena's brother, <laughs> in an attempt to make Nate jealous <laughs> at one point. So does she still scheme as much as she does in the show? Oh, uh, yeah. In the books? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I kind of, I think I like it more because it's not written from her perspective, but just because, you know, as any book is, you kind of get that introspective, um, you know, the thought processes of the character. So yeah, she's always, she's always scheming. Mm-hmm. Um, love, and the, love the schemes. <laughs> my last, last little thing. I mean, I could go on. There's a lot. Um, but Gossip Girl is never revealed. Really? Really. What a letdown. Why would the author do that? (laughs) I think because the whole... I think the point of Gossip Girl is that they all are Gossip Girl. Yeah, I mean... Like, the television series pins Dan, but at the core of it, they're all gossiping about each other. They're all sending in these tips to this website. They're all contributing to it. So even though they hate it... They They're it. the ones who are making it, and I think that's supposed to be a larger metaphor for, you know, the way we often go about certain things in our lives. Yeah, um, I mean, the show definitely touches upon themes that are, like, very present in their world. Power, power in the form of money, relationships, friendships, family. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's interesting that they don't that she doesn't reveal it in the book but i understand why and that's much more of a book ending than like if the show ended with no gossip girl revelation yeah. then i think people would have been really upset right um that i also said, think sorry no you go I, ahead you go ahead i also think that it's a lot easier for one author to decide, like, I'm going to continue this series or I'm going to spin off this series um, at any given time, um, you know, as opposed to, like, getting an entire crew and cast together for a revamp. So yeah. I think not revealing who it is um, allows her more opportunity if she ever decides to go back and revisit those characters and you know what gossip girl is yeah and we both know it is expensive to shoot anything in new york city so yeah definitely wrapped up the show very quickly last season's only 10 episodes and i recorded myself uh predicting who i thought gossip girl was going to be revealed as of course we know now that it's dan but uh here it is if you want to listen in to me uh giving my predictions on who i thought gossip girl could be and why right before watching the series finale. So when I first started watching the show, I noticed that Chuck has a private investigator that he uses quite frequently. So I thought maybe he would be Gossip Girl because I I always thought it would be a great plot twist, obviously, for it to not be a woman in the end. Um, But since he can get information on any person he wants, why wasn't why wouldn't he just publish that information to have power over those people? Another person I thought it could be would possibly be Nate, just because it would again be such a huge plot twist because he seems like a super nice guy. But time and time again, 
he's proven that most of what he does, even if he does end up scheming with the rest of the characters, is out of love. Uh, third, this is just a fun one. I was like, what if Gossip Girl is Dorota? But obviously that would never happen because Dorota's very loyal to Blair and the Waldorf family. She would never want to hurt Blair. And uh, they pay her to be loyal to them, so that wouldn't work. And then in one of the episodes when Georgina steals Gossip Girl's computer or hacks into the system, etc., whatever, she says a line like, oh, I feel like a stay-at-home mom. What if Gossip Girl is somebody's mom? Maybe it's Lily, maybe it's like Mrs. Archibald, that would be kind of random. Uh, someone who's like always there behind the scenes and knows what the kids are up to, but wants to still hold them accountable for their actions. I don't know. What if it's Rufus? That could be interesting too, just to have somebody's parent. But the parents are really not interested in the blog. They don't like the blog. They want the blog to be taken down. So that wouldn't really make sense either. Which leaves me with all my evidence pointing to the one and only Mr. Lonely Boy, Dan Humphrey. Obviously, this contributes to the plot twist of Gossip Girl being a guy if it ends up being Dan. He has always been a writer. That's been very clear from the start of the show, season one, episode one. He wanted to be in the world of the Upper East Siders more than any other person on the outside, which was revealed when Vanessa went and published his novel inside without him knowing at first. And then in episode eight, season six, Dan has a conversation with his dad where he's asking for advice and Rufus is kind of meddling him because Dan seems to be taking actions that are turning him into a Bart Bass kind of character just more power hungry, not really having any regard for people's feelings. And this is at the time when he's releasing profiles on each of the main characters in the show on Vanity Fair and using their real names, unlike his novel. So this is what he says to his dad after he releases the ugly Serena, let's call it, chapter of his book, he says this. What I want isn't in Brooklyn, Dad. I have a plan. I have this whole time, and it's working. Which obviously makes me think that he has been Gossip Girl this whole time. Uh, so, looking at my notes, um, I thought it would just be really funny if it was Dorota. I don't know, I just thought it would be hilarious. <laughs> I think that a lot of people thought it was Dorota. I took a quiz the other day that told me I was Dorota of all of the characters. <laughs> Honestly, that's a compliment. She's so loyal. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, she's great. Um, but yeah, obviously, by the end, like, I think in the last season, you you know it's Dan. Like, they they put lines in that make it so, so clear that it's gotta be him. Yeah. I don't think when they started shooting, though, they told him that. Maybe I'm if, making yeah. this up, but I'm pretty sure. No, it I was think you're a, right. I I'm pretty sure it wasn't until like a couple seasons in they told him that. Mm -hmm. I was reading so. something that was like, once the show really picked up and like, you know, they're getting all these like, um, what's it called? All these like brand deals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh yeah. Apparently they were sh they were shooting like three episodes at once basically so mm -hmm. that they could like pump out the episodes quicker which there are a lot of them so um you know they probably want to do everything as fast as possible because again shooting in new york city is expensive um just to like have the permit to shoot there is what i mean when right. I say it's expensive um but yeah, I wonder if they had planned on ever pinning it on somebody else and then they kind of changed it. Because as soon as Vanessa leaks inside and then they, some, like, the whole Dan gets a an agent and the book is published, and that's when I, I was like, okay, it's, like, probably going to be Dan. <laughs> yeah. That was my I first, I don't know like, if I thought life. it was super obvious, but I was younger when I was watching it and I didn't, I think it, it would have been different if I watched it all in one go. I Definitely. think thinking back over like six years of watching it, I, you know, couldn't 
piece it together quite as obviously but yeah there's a there's a scene where it's right when i think dan sends vanessa into the loft in brooklyn to go like see if something is there go find something and she stumbles upon the novel he wrote um which he calls inside and she calls him or he calls her and they're talking on the phone and she's like i found your novel uh, I didn't know this, but you wanted to be part of their world the most. Like, you wanted it more than anybody, even more than Jenny. Mm-hmm. Um, which, it isn't clear based on the way he acts and the, the things he says about those characters. Until that moment, it's, like, very clear. And then, of course, they have some, like, little fight and she takes the script and uh, goes to a publisher to get it published anonymously. And then she goes studies abroad and she's not in the show anymore that is reminiscent of something that happens in the books not on quite as big a scale though but she does get um he's more of a poet in the books Mm. she does get one of his poems i believe published in the new yorker Mm. so without the show he has a story published in the new yorker about serena about like when they first met or something but he knows it that's all like his doing um yeah i'm kind of sad some of the characters that i liked weren't there like i liked vanessa i really loved vanessa i always wanted vanessa and nate to be together of the entire show that is a couple that i wanted to see together more than anybody else (laughs) like last and i knew that they were going to last like two episodes (laughs) is there a reason that vanessa got like she basically got like nixed from the show yeah i don't i don't know because i know Um, that um and correct me if i'm wrong uh jenny leaves and goes to school in hudson and then eventually they make uh there's dialogue about her being in london and i think she goes to college in london or something like that right um she's not in the show either because taylor momsen the actress who plays her um, started, like, a music career, and she's in a, like, rock, like, a metal rock band. Yeah. Um, but I, I did anything like that happen to, uh, Jessica, I mean, Jessica, I don't know how to I say think, her last name. Yeah, I think Ivy's character kind of takes the place oh, we didn't of... Oh, talk about Ivy Dickens! I know. That Yeah, she's so bitch. annoying. <laughs> that was, I think that was honestly the biggest plot twist for me in the entire show. Really? Not Bart Bass? Him being alive? Well, yeah. as, soon as, as soon as Chuck was like, the question isn't who's my mom, it's who's my dad. I'm like, there's no way in hell that Jack Bass is Chuck's dad. But when Ivy gets off the bus in Florida and Carol hands, and she hands Carol like the checkbook or whatever yeah. and she hands her back some of the checks and pays her for pretending to be her daughter i was like oh god we are in for a wild ride right and don't you like the real charlie so much better yeah she's so sweet i i i'm sad that she also like was kind of in the show for like maybe half a season and then she right also leaves because she becomes an actress or whatever because she's yeah. at Juilliard. But also, Hilary Duff got to point it out. That was great. In I know we're three, hopping from season six to season three. But if Ooh. you're a true fan, you're keeping up. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know why Vanessa is not present. I don't know if I don't know if maybe there was something um, with the actress that made her not available. But I do think that. Ivy's character, in addition to Charlie's character, and so on and so forth, kind of replaces who her character in later seasons. Not that they're at all the same, they're not. But you know how when you have like your core cast of main characters and you can only have like six or eight people or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm sad that, um,. <clears throat> I made a note in this document that I was reading from. I'm so glad Lily and Rufus end up together. Oh, uh, Lily and Rufus are don't. not a thing in the books at all. Oh, really? No. Oh, that's another interesting change that they made. Mm-hmm. I thought that drama was uh, pretty funny. And I also... Um, you remember that episode they did? It was a little bit different. I'm sure they brought in like a different director 
Maybe they didn't, but it was basically like the episode is all about Lily and half of it yes. is a flashback. Brittany yes. Snow plays her. Yes. And um, what's the the actress who plays Jessica Jones, if you watch that Marvel show. Um, mm. She I know you're plays about. Carol and it's like about them in the 80s. I read somewhere that they were thinking of doing a spin-off show about her growing up in the 80s too, which would be an interesting show, mm. which would kind of be like the Carrie Diaries. I was going to say just like the Carrie Diaries. Yeah. But the Carrie did was the Carrie Diaries very successful? I don't think so. Not yeah. not like the not like Gossip Girl was successful at least. I think it was only like one or two seasons. Well, I mean the Carrie Diaries being a spin-off of Sex in the City. Right. Right. Carrie so, Diaries are the prequel series. Yeah, so I don't know if the CW is going to jump into an investment if they just lost money on a similar investment. True. Um, but would have been interesting. I would have given it a watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Any other uh, hot takes you got or fun memories? For, for you, it's more uh, memories. For me, it's hot takes, I guess. Yeah, I just... Uh, could ask any of my close friends in high school and this was pre-Netflix but I would go to the library and rent out the DVDs and that was my go-to party trick at the time when I wasn't really partying I was just laying on the couch with my friends watching movies we would binge watch Gossip Girl so that's why I feel like I kind of invented the binge watching oh. um, yes uh, but yeah oh my gosh I remember Laying in Jess's basement when we were like 16, doing it. And, uh, yeah. And then I remember, <laughs> I remember one of my favorite teachers in high school. Her daughter used to substitute for us every once in a while. And I got her in on it. And, oh, yeah. I got a lot of people watching it mm-hmm. way back then. So I and could now totally... I have another one in you. <laughs> I could totally see it being a show where you come to school the next day. Oh my God, did you see that Chuck said to Blair that blah, blah, blah? Like, yeah. If only I yeah. had been a part of the phenomenon. But now you know, and now you get it, and now you can share those memes, and you can make those the references. Yeah, Ten years memes, later. <laughs> the Blair memes are so great. Like, the eye rolls, they're so applicable in so many different circumstances. You can use them all the time. I'll have to or look not them the memes, up. but the gifts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'll have to look them up. Um, well, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, if you haven't seen Gossip Girl, sorry we just spoiled the whole thing for you, but you should know that you should watch the show before the episode where we're going to talk about it. It's a delayed reaction. Come on. <laughs> um, if you have any suggestions for another show we should watch, I suggested to Allie that we should watch... Uh, we should do a delayed reaction for her of the room, which um, the I don't probably, even know what that is. What is it? <laughs> so, uh, just to, I'll I'll keep this short. The room is a movie that a guy made when he couldn't get a job acting, directing, doing anything in Hollywood. So he financed himself and he made this movie, which he wrote, produced, directed, and starred in. Think about all those oh. things. Like you really can't do all those things well. Unless you're like, I don't know, Leonardo DiCaprio or something. And so um, this guy makes a movie. It's really, really bad. And it becomes a cult classic. Uh, So this other actor who's in the movie, he writes a book about the experience of making the movie, which was allegedly very chaotic. James Franco and his brother Dave turned that book into a film which has now a 100% certified fresh Rotten Tomatoes rating at least at this point in time last time I checked um so it honestly might be nominated for an Oscar The Disaster Artist is the name of the film but the film is about the making of The Room so I said we should watch The Room it is you will just laugh at it It will remind you of all the like dumb video projects you made in high school (laughs) and give you hope (laughs) That uh, if you ever want to be a filmmaker, producer, actor, whatever, that even if you don't succeed in the way you think you will, you might in other ways. Oh, that's so inspiring. I think I'm going to hate the movie, but oh, you're gonna absolutely you've just sold that to me in that right now. <laughs> Thank you. 
I guess I've gotten good at elevator pitching. <laughs> oh, yes. Shout out, Steve. Um, but anyway, yep. Thanks for listening. You got anything else? Nope. That's it. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. I like it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Delayed Reactions. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DelayedRxNS. On Facebook, we're Delayed Reactions Podcast. Delayed Reactions is available on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if you got an inquiry for Allie or me, send it to DelayedReactionsPodcast at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.